boys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, not so gentlemen, you're all very, very welcome to the War Material Podcast. Uh, you know who I am already. Uh, let's get straight into it. suppose I want to start off by saying a very big thanks to all the listeners. The podcast went live on the 11th or 13th today. Very happy how it went. Uh, got a lot of good feedback from some friends that listened to it. Uh, big thank out to all the friends that are, li- are listening and then also all the new people that are listening as well. You're all very welcome. We talk shit. Uh, I didn't do a lot of advertising with it. Uh, put it on through my Snapchat, my personal Snapchat, and I put it up on my Instagram as well. And then I put it on Nine Gag as well. So I don't know if any of listen or watch Nine Gag or go on Nine Gag, but if you are, you'll find me on Nine Gag under the warm potato as well. Um, I put the post up just to listen to me talk shit on shrooms in Ireland essentially. Uh, I got a very, very funny response. I absolutely love the Nine Gag community. Um, I'm I'm on nine gag. Uh, look at it there this evening. I'm just when I was writing down my script here, uh, three thousand and forty nine days. So anyone that's very good at maths, divide that by three hundred sixty five, and that's about eight and a half years. I'm using nine gag the whole way through school. Absolutely loved it all the way through college. Um, just the people on it, the community, just the the spirit is there is very very good. So, um. I got a new mic as well. Well, I didn't get a new mic. My housemate Davis has let me use one of his mics. Uh, he has two of these fantastic Rode mics that he got, but we don't actually use them now for our podcast. We use another set of ones, a lot more sophisticated, like so. We're just kind of lying about there, and they're USB too, which is great. That um, I could just plug them into the laptop and it sets it up for me. And we set up earphones then, so I can actually listen to myself speak as well. It's very good for getting your levels back and any. Gonna bounce back from the audios. So, was decided what was I gonna do for the podcast. I suppose I wanted to talk a wee bit, maybe about Anchor as well. Uh, so it was good, good fun seeing how Anchor distributes all the podcasts. So, so the episode went live on the eleventh, uh, and it was mainly through Spotify. Like ninety three percent of all the views have all been through Spotify. Um. Ireland had 63% of all the the, view, the views, so up up the ra, um, which is great. Uh, then I, the US, then was the next one down there, it's 16%. That's probably my girlfriend playing it like five or six times, probably. But if there is any other Americans out there, these are all very, very welcome. Uh, Canada was followed behind then at 10%. Uh, the wee Aussie boys down in Australia, they're at 3%. That's probably my friend Matthew. So Matthew, if you're listening, what's the correct man? Um, but any other odds, I use are more than welcome again. Uh, the UK, boo. But no, nah, I, I can't really about much about that. I was actually born in London, so I was. Um, but moved over to Ireland then very, very young. I was very, very young when I moved over here. A couple of months, I think. Uh, and then the rest of the views then were from the Netherlands. Uh, the, the rest of 3%, which is great. absolutely love the Netherlands. I've been to Amsterdam about seven times. Um, absolutely love that place. I've been in Eindhoven. Um, just I, I love the, the the people there, the community, the architecture in Amsterdam is insane. I absolutely love it. Like, and then some of the ages, uh, which I find quite quite interesting. Um, eighteen to twenty two was about seven percent of the 
listeners and then the rest of us are just myself 23 to 27 that's it we're all freaking out we don't know what's going on um 28 to 34 for the last seven percent they probably have a better idea uh and who 34 to 44 year old seven percent what is that boys listen to me talking shit i use they're all very welcome but uh any feedback again guys um don't be afraid to drop me a message um i love i love it all love it all please please do uh so i think i was going to start off with um i marked down a few wee points i was going to talk one two three four four points i was going to go on a wee bit of world news small bit of politics a wee bit of food and drink because you know i'm a massive foodie uh and then a wee bit of health and what i've been doing for fitness and stuff um so it was at the start i seen this this post today and it was on um rte and apparently 390,000 people in Ireland haven't paid their TV license. Why would you? It's a pile of shit. Um, I've never, um, I think I paid a TV license once. Um, I just think it's an absolute scandal. There's no, there's no need, to, there's no need for it. Um, we've had a few people call around to the door and usually what I, what I would tell them is that it's not my house. I say, oh, it's my girlfriend's house. Uh, who's your girlfriend? So I'm at a liberty to tell you. All you need to know is it's not my house. And I won't deal to never get inside the door. Uh, same thing can happen with my brother. Her brother nearly ended up in court over it. Like, um, a fella called up TV license inspector, uh, come up and knocked on his door and asked him for a TV, said, or for his TV license. And I, I don't have, I don't have a TV. He wouldn't let him inside the property, but he ended up getting a letter then for the courts saying he was due up in court so he's gonna kind of freaking out like so he phoned a solicitor and he had a, had a conversation with him uh and such never got back to him and it was like a day before he's about to go to court and he phoned the solicitor and he's like what's what's going on like uh you know i'm supposed to do up in court tomorrow and so oh no that's that's thrown out like how do you manage to get that done he asked them and uh he managed to say that well he just read the read the report to the judge your man knocked on the door, asked for TV license. You said you didn't have a TV. Uh, there was no proof of TV in the house, so the case would drop like so. Animals struggling with TV license inspectors, and man, keep your door closed. They have no right to come into your house, like, uh, tell them you don't have a TV. Uh, and when the letter comes, go up and explain that there's there no search. Even if they do come on and search the house, like, they can't come in that day. They'll probably send you out a letter, just throw the TV in the shed or something to be grand. Uh, the next thing that I suppose I would talk about was a wee bit about the U.S. election. Uh, what an absolute show this is. It's absolutely mental. I've been on edge. Only The only reason I'm on edge is myself and my housemate have a bet down. And I'll not tell you who, who, who we're betting on. But, um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're really on edge about that, pretty much. <laughs> Waiting for the results to come in and then all these recounts and then you know, you don't really know what to believe. There's so much news and so much stuff. But there's certain news people then that aren't covering it. Like I've seen Fox had like cut off Trump and, and his party a halfway through a thing. And I, I think all the ratings dropped on Fox because of that, which is great. <laughs> Too good for them. Um, so yeah, the Donald Trump kind of voter fraud. Um, I put up a few posts as well on Langeg about this. And it's just, people are just, they're so just like chalk and cheese. They just, they can't accept anything. Um, I don't know why the Democrats, the Democrat people that have voted for for Biden, are kicking up such a fuss. Mm-hmm. If, if Trump wants to do a recount and he's he's every right to do it, 
let a recount be done and let it be proven once and for all. If Biden wins, Biden wins, by all means. Like, But if a recount comes out and there's votes, vote fraud there and Biden's got all these votes that he shouldn't have, you know, I think the people should be thanking the fucking the, the Republicans for actually standing up about it. Like, the, the whole integrity of the voting system is, a, is at stake. Like, and I think if the Democrats have not denied, by all means, they should, they should, they shouldn't fear. But it's obvious that they are feared. So that's why I think that it's, they're, they're going to be caught out in something. There's, I know already that there was, um, one of Donald Trump's party leaders, I think it was his campaign manager or something, was, um, doing a speech and he'd, he'd said one point like people kept asking where's the evidence where the where is the evidence of the voter fraud and he said well for instance there was a dead dead in mailing vote from a dead person that had died like a few days before the thing before the election I was like how did her election get in there and then there was like double double counts and double two votes and all that just, i don't know like the voting system is very strange over there anyways. They, they kind of work off this electoral votes kind of system. They have, they have so many states, 50 states, like. But, so it'd be nice to see, nice to see Trump to get it, like. But if Biden Biden takes it and he legally takes it and he gets it by votes, by all means, Biden's president. But I don't like the way all the media and all that are calling Biden the president already, president-elect. And I I just think they're, the media is pushing a, a narrative there that I don't think it's very fair. Um, and plus, he's speaking to a lot of world leaders, and he's not even the president yet. I'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to do that. Like, it's kind of undermining the president of, of the United States, which is Trump at the minute. Um, I suppose we'll find out when I think augregation is on January sometime, isn't it? So we'll find out then. Um, another one then would be a big one that's happening in Ireland at the minute politics is with leo uh Vatkar. he had leaked some documents to a friend of his um michael o'toole uh while he was still t-shock so for any listeners that aren't from ireland uh t-shock is like it's what we would call our president it pretty much means like chief or leader uh, it was adopted in i think it was in nine, 1937 constitution of ireland that's when we decided to adopt that their term but um, and get Leo out. <laughs> He's an absolute disaster, and me and Michael Martin is backing him as well. And I was like, how can you? How can you back him on when he's leaking confidential information to an unauthorized friend? That's a friend. That's you know. I just think it's that's that's not that's not good role model for politics in Ireland. Ireland has such a bad name for politics as it is. Uh, after our last election there, or. That was that was just a shamble. As I I actually ended up in Dublin protesting it. I was I was furious with it. But um, look, it is what it is. I just think get them out. They're they're a pack of snakes. The whole lot of them. Uh, and all they're doing is bleeding this country dry for money. Like they're lying in their pockets with their super junior reckless ministers. And it just ugh. you know I think I was looking at we have so many politicians and paid paid people in the government. More than England, more than more than a lot of the European countries, and we're paying them extraordinary rates. And it's like you're wondering where all the money's going. And then the Fianna Gael and Fianna F- uh, Gael get into party, and first thing they do is give themselves all a pay a pay rise. And it's like, oh man, what are you doing? Like, and then the people of Ireland giving out about it, and you're just like, what? Well, that's what you fucking voted for, like. 
you know, Sinn Féin put up a very good fight in the last election. Um, and unfortunately, they just didn't, they won, they won, but they didn't, they didn't get through by votes like or by seats. They, we did, didn't have enough members in to actually fill the seats. So what happened was the Fine Gael, Fine Gael and Green Party all went together. And I, did, I think the Green Party was actually paid to join. Like they, was, they said that they were going to get money if they joined. So like that's, that's like a bribe right there. And I was just rubbing, it was just rubbing everyone's face in it. And it was, I really, I really got under my skin. Like myself and my brother went up and uh, protested for that there. So did. Um, then I'm trying to think what else, what else are we going to talk about? My foods, my foods, my drinks. What have I been eating? What have I been drinking? I didn't drink a lot of beers. Uh, a good friend, a friend of mine had put me on to uh, Carpaccio. I used to serve this all the time, all the time, working in centres and shops, and we'd only ever serve it to Polish people, and I never tasted it. I just always assumed it was like a Polish beer. Uh, and when he was buying it, I was like, "Jeez, man, I didn't think I didn't think he'd be buying that. I, you must have some Polish roots or something." We kind of laughed about it, and he said, "Have you ever tried it?" No, I haven't tried it before, and. I ended up getting a four pack on real beer. It's so nice. As a hand, it's five percent as well, uh, and it's cheap. I think it's like five eighty for four four cans, which is fantastic. It's great. Um, I would drink piss as it is, but it's nice to get nice piss. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Capache. Um, I'm trying not to say words like like and m. That was one of the feedbacks. So hard though. It's so hard when you're trying to fill up time. Um, I'm looking at the podcast now. We're about 13 minutes in. I'm trying to think. Half an hour was good. A lot more to talk about in half an hour. I suppose it was my first podcast well. So I want to give you a quick rundown how I plan to go through. Uh, another thing I was drinking was a lot of hot whiskeys. Myself and my housemate Stephen are here. We're here a few days now by ourselves. Our other two housemates are going up to Sligo. So... We've been. Uh, he actually went down to work yesterday, and then realized he wasn't working. So he gave me a bell and was like, "Pick up cans, rubbing a night in," and it was great. So smoked a load of joints and drank a lot of cans. Uh, but I got a bottle of, hot, of whiskey, and we decided to make some hot whiskeys for ourselves, and they go down so tasty. Anyone that doesn't know what a hot whiskey is, uh, it is. It's essentially whiskey in a glass with hot water. Right, optional. The way you would get it in Ireland would be you'd have a wee spoonful of sugar into the bottom of it, and then you'd have a lemon slice in half, and then you would put about four cloves, whole cloves. You'd stick it into like the rind of the lemon, and put it in your drink, and it's absolutely lovely. Christmas time is always my time for hot whiskies. It makes you feel so warm. It's like a medicine essentially. You, a lot of Irish people would like go to the pub, and if they're sick, they, they would just sit and drink hot whiskeys. Like, oh, that that's that's your medicine, or at least that's their excuse, anyways. Um, I had a lot of curries. I had so many curries. I love making curries. Um, what I'd done was I had made a massive big curry base, so I had a lot of onions and tomatoes and carrots and a lot of we had a seasoning into it and some stocks, and I made a, an actual curry base, and I loads of it like about a liter and a half maybe sitting in the freezer just good to go so whenever i want to make curry what i'll do is I'll, I'll just literally chop out or scoop out a wee bit of that there sauce that's like your base and then i i'll just add your spices and that's usually always indian curry i'm a, I'm a sucker for indian curry so i made i made three curries already uh, i made a balti it's a chicken tikka balti 
and it was absolutely lovely. That's maybe kind of spinach and peppers, it's a tomato based curry. And then I was chucking like a load of spice into it. Then I had a dansack, which was again absolutely lovely. That's my opinion. It's like kind of it's like a sweet and sour uh, in Chinese, sort of like a sweet and sour dansack would be like the sweet and sour of Indians. Um, I make it with a wee bit of honey. Uh, whenever I'm cooking it up, I always throw a wee bit of honey into it as I'm cooking it. And then a wee tiny bit of spice as well. And usually uh, it's the lentils and that will give it the texture. Kind of soak lentils in water and you use that then in the cooking. And the lentils absorb all the spices, all the curry. It's absolutely beautiful. And usually pineapple then on top. I'm not a big fan of pineapple. So I just put a wee lime juice on it. And, and that, 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 that was my dance sack. And then I made a vindaloo. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I met this Vindaloo uh, last night. Um, haven't had a Vindaloo in years. Uh, usually it's something I would take if like, if I was feeling sick or I had a flu or a cold coming on uh, or even just a runny nose or sinuses. Vindaloo will clear that out. Like It's it's fantastic. Like gets air from running. You just, you just get a lot of tissue, man. They expect your nose to run, but the flavor off it too is absolutely beautiful. So I made my own one here and it was kind of, cooking it up and stirring away and kept tasting it I was going along so not quite spicy enough and there's more chili powder on it some more you know uh chili seeds and kept tasting it, kept tasting it I was like it's at an all right level now and then I found a load of wee chilies sitting in the back of the press I was like I'll chop up wee fresh chili so I threw a fresh chili on top of it let it cook for another five minutes edit absolutely divine it was lovely so 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 good and i left it in the pot in the pan then and just put the lid on top of it let it sit there and i when i woke up this morning that's the first thing i went down is i went and got a curry <laughs> done up my rice and i went to eat the a few scoops of vindaloo on top oh wow absolutely blew the head off me i'm only assuming all the chilies and everything had had a, like a full night ferment and well not ferment sorry but like just leeching all the spices and it was so hot this morning i'm like looking at it i'm like i don't even know what, i don't even know what to do with it i couldn't finish it it was so so hot my nose was like a tap i was just running so uh i might i might i might get the brother over and let him let him try it he's another big curry guy so he is and he loves he loves the spice so um another thing then i was going to talk about them was just the fitness my general fitness uh, what, what have we been up to? Uh, once, thankfully, I have a gym that I can use here. My housemate works in, in a gym, and it's actually a friend of mine I went to college with. Him and another fellow have opened up a gym here, so it's good to be able to support them. They were very, very uh, helpful and generous. I mean, very, very nice to let me use the gym during this lockdown. Like, So I was up there yesterday, done a wee bit of chest, a wee bit of upper, and then I was just doing like kickboxing bags and jiu-jitsu mats there. So I was just doing a wee bit of kickbox and pad work. And then I was just doing some transitions and stuff down in jiu-jitsu. So absolutely love kickboxing and kickboxing a long, long time. I used to do competitions and stuff like that as well. Um, absolutely loved it. Um, unfortunately, then our club that we had here in Letterkenny was called Peak Physique. Uh, that's closed down, unfortunately. But... Uh, that's who actually got and got me into all the fighting. Uh, done fighting in Clare and Wexford. Um, I think we had one in Derry and Dublin. It was great. It was it was, it was good to go out and just just the sportsmanship of it. And just something I don't know. Just like being kicked in the head. It's class. And, and also kicking people in the head is it's, it's, it's really fun. You should, you should do it. 
But uh, jiu-jitsu then is another one. So I I done jiu-jitsu when I was younger. I've done it for a few years. Uh, and then a, wee, I would, a bit of an accident with my neck. So I was out then for a while. I didn't I didn't use it. I didn't go back to it. But it's still kind of new. It's, it's like riding a bike. You don't really lose it. But uh, what I started doing then, and that was nogi jiu-jitsu that I was doing. Brazilian nogi jiu-jitsu. And I started doing gi jiu-jitsu then when I got uh, out to Letterkenny. And my friends, a few of my friends were actually down doing it. And it was strange getting used to a gi. I don't know what anyone, if anyone knows what a gi is. It's like, um, it's very thick, kind of like, like canvas kind of material. Uh, it's like what you imagine someone wearing, you see people doing karate. It's some, some kind of similar to what they would wear. And you have a belt and you pretty much roll it up there. So the difference with no gi and gi jiu-jitsu, in the gi you're allowed to like grab on to like, their sleeves and like you can there's only certain holds you're allowed to do um because they've been they've like a big um kind of it was like the edging of the because it's like a cardigan almost you put it together so that big thick thing material you're allowed to grab that as well so you can go nice and close to the to the to the neck and stuff and get really good control if you have really good grip you can just grab some there and it's, it's going to be really hard for them to get your hand off it so and uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a massive fan of the, of the gi jiu-jitsu. It's very, it's nice. It's good to learn. And I like the, the process of learning how to use the gi and stuff. You can use like certain chokes, you like an Ezekiel choke and stuff like that there with a gi, which is essentially using like the material to like pretty much put, put over someone's neck and, and choke them. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, whereas with the no gi, you don't have any of this. So you're just actually you're grabbing their arms and elbows and 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 you just kind of work you're working with the body with the human body i think that's a lot more effective because the reason like i wouldn't obviously use jitsu in a street fight but if, if i had if i had to come to it they're not gonna be wearing a gi you want to wear like a t-shirt or something like that there but still yeah i just i just think it's it's better to know it without the gi because then you're prepared to use it if if you if you ever need if you ever need it to like not saying now if, if just because if someone wasn't wearing a gi you couldn't fight them like but um, I just find it was a lot easier. Uh, the holes that it requires, the holding on to sleeves and collars and stuff like that there. Um, uh, and then I was going to, so I'm about 22 minutes in here now. Uh, I was hoping to do 15, 30 minutes, but then I'm pretty happy now. Which I don't want them to be too long. I don't want them to be too taxing on people. I don't want them to be taxing on myself either. Um, I have to take my time out and write out a wee script and get a nice little quiet spot in the house and and do it but again i, I like doing it uh, it's a thing for my own confidence as well um and just listen to me talk shit guys i was gonna finish up something i thought about would have been quite good it would be to finish up on a joke or two uh hopefully leave you laughing and stuff um so the first joke now these aren't these aren't my jokes um i've seen them but i i, I found them absolutely hilarious so uh the first one is it's a golfer so it's an American golfer, and he comes to Ireland, and he wants to play some golf. He lands into the golf course, and he calls up into the golf center and says, I'd like to play a game of golf here. Is there anyone around that would like to play golf with me? And the receptionist says, you know what? There's a man that plays every day. He's just gone. You just missed him, but uh, I'll give you his number. His name is Paddy. So that's that's no bother at all. The receptionist gives the american golfer patty's number and he gets chatting to him how are you doing uh, i'm over here for a while and i'm on the play a wee bit of golf and you know i was chatting to receptionist she told me that you were very good at your golf and you play every day and he said yeah yeah i sure do uh, asked him would he like to play with him he said no problem at all 
you know, you do meet me at the golf course tomorrow at nine o'clock. I said, I might be half an hour late. The American says, no problem at all. So your man arrives down at nine o'clock on the button and he pulls out Patty, sorry, pull, uh, lands down nine o'clock on the button and he pulls out a left-hand set of clubs. So that sound, they go on the plate of golf and Patty beats the American. The American says, you're very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, and he said, would you be interested in doing another game maybe tomorrow? And Patty says, of course, no problem at all. I'd love to. So he says, meet me here tomorrow at nine o'clock. And he said, it might be half an hour late. The American says, no problem at all. That's fine. So Patty arrives down the next day at nine o'clock on the button. And he pulls out a right-hand set of clubs. And they played a game of golf. And he beats the American again. The American says, oh, Patty, you're very, very good. I've been playing golf a long time. So I am. And he goes, that's a question I want to ask you. And he said, yesterday you arrived down here with left-hand clubs. And I said, and you played the game, you beat me. I said, today you're after coming down with right-hand clubs. And you played and you beat me again. And he said, what's, what's going on with the, with the golf clubs? And Patty said, it's very, very simple. I said, what I do is every morning I look at my wife. She's sleeping on her left-hand side. I'll take the left-hand clubs. And if she's sleeping on her right-hand side, I'll take the right-hand clubs. And the American says, what, she's sleeping on her back? And he said, I'll be half an hour late. So I thought that was very, very funny. When I, when I first heard it, I laughed. Uh, another one then is actually one my sister told me. I was down cooking my sister, my old sister, the one that was pregnant. She's due in like three weeks, two weeks. So yeah, not long for I'll be an uncle again. Um, but I was down cooking her a curry. And when I was down uh, showing her <laughs> showing her how to cook it, she was trying to tell me this joke. Uh, I must say John and Mary for the for the sake of the joke. Uh, so Mary says to John, they're sitting there eating their dinner in front of the TV. She says, John, I want to have a 69. And John says, and there chokes on his food. And he says, Mary, I don't even know what a 69 is. And she said, oh, don't worry, I'll show you what it is. It's okay. And he said, look, if you want to do it, I'll do it. No problem at all. So they finished the dinner. She gives him a wee massage on his neck. They pour a wee drink. They finish watching their show. And they go down to the room. So John's standing there like a spare tool. And Mary says, lie down in the bed. She says, okay, uh, that's fine. So he lies down in the bed. And Mary goes to climb over on top. She puts one leg. And as she's pulling the second leg over to sit on top of him, she lets out a wee fart right in his face. And he gets up and he's, he's, he's annoyed about this. And he says, oh, and she says, oh, John, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mary. I'm what the fuck is this, Mary? She said, no, no, I, I didn't, didn't mean to happen. Didn't mean to happen. So she sits him back down and she goes to squat over his face again and she lets out another fart and he just reefs her off the bed and he says, I'm not waiting around for another 67 of these. So that was another one. Again, I never choked my curry when it was my big sister telling me this, but again, I thought it was a very, very funny joke. Um, I'll leave it at there now, guys. Um, thanks for listening again, and hopefully stay tuned for another episode. And just like that, guys, thanks very, very much for listening. Uh, of course, I appreciate it. Any feedback, don't afraid to send me a wee voice message, or again, I left my email there in the last one, warmpotato24 at gmail.com. You can find me on Nangag as well. Thanks very much for listening and stay tuned for another episode.